For weeks, critics have been all over Facebook and YouTube asking what would it take to get The Alex Jones Show removed from these social media platforms. Well, it's finally happened, and swiftly, Facebook, YouTube, and Apple just removed the videos and podcasts. Why did this happen, and why did it take so long? Let me explain on today's episode of Talking Tech. I'm Jefferson Graham with USA Today. Now, Alex Jones is a longtime broadcaster who traffics in conspiracy theories. He questioned the validity of the Sandy Hook kindergarten murders, and he said the survivors of the Florida high school shootings were actually actors. He accused Hillary Clinton for running a child sex ring out of a D.C. pizzeria and said the former presidential candidate was guilty of rape and murder. Now, Jones is clearly a provocateur who thrives on betting the rules to see how far he can go. That's one really successful way to gain a following online. And he's got a friend in the White House with Donald Trump who appeared on his show as a candidate and told Jones, your reputation is amazing. Now, Jones has picked up an audience of millions of viewers and listeners on Facebook and YouTube and Apple Podcasts. Google-owned YouTube is the most important of the platforms as it was splitting ad revenues with Jones. And so, in fact, Google was funding Alex Jones. His InfoWars has been struggling with Facebook and YouTube, having pages taken down and getting banned by YouTube temporarily for violating community standards. But now, after getting that first strike from YouTube, the platform went all the way, saying Jones got strike two and three and is now out. Quote, when users violate these policies repeatedly, like our policies against hate speech and harassment or our terms prohibiting circumvention of our enforcement measures, we terminate their accounts, unquote. So now all the networks have piled down on Jones, and this in turn will probably make him even more popular with his followers and enable the far right to complain that social media is biased towards liberal thought. Predictably, Brent Brozell, who leads the Conservative Media Research Center, said that while he does not support Jones, he disagrees with the outcome, quote, it's a dangerous cliff that these social media companies are jumping off to satisfy CNN and other liberal outlets, unquote. He said, but come on, folks, let's face it. Jones dared the platforms to do it, and he got what he wanted. Now the question is whether the platforms made the right decision. As longtime listeners of Talking Tech know, the social networks do not want to police their members and become the thought patrol about what is fake and what's accurate. Mark Zuckerberg, the CEO of Facebook, recently said that he wouldn't remove Holocaust deniers from the social network because he didn't want to be in the role of deciding what is accurate or not. I'm all for the networks taking action. You could argue that doing so puts them down that slippery slope, but let's not forget how they make money. Facebook and Google are advertising supported. What brand would want to be associated with Alex Jones? Because as you know, despite the best intentions of the networks, a self-service ad platform ends up putting ads in places marketers never dreamed of. The social media companies had to do it. People get their news from social media, right or wrong, and just like the broadcasting networks, which have their standards, the social media platforms need to have a set of standards that they operate on. Violate them, and you are out the door. I should note that Jones is still alive and well on Twitter, where he has nearly one million followers, and he's been very, very busy boasting about how he's been banned from the Internet. This is a sales tool for him 
He's been banned everywhere, I should add, but Twitter. What do you think, listeners? Did the social media companies do the right thing? Let's talk about it on Twitter, where I'm at Jefferson Graham. You've been listening to Talking Tech. Please subscribe to the show on Apple and Google Podcasts. Please favorite the show on Stitcher, which helps more people find the show. And thanks, everyone, for listening.